Welcome to Your Security, a podcast on walking victimless in today's world. I'm Gabriel Grimes. In this podcast, I discuss how to stay alert and situationally aware no matter where you are or where you go. If you've been through one hurricane, you've only been through one hurricane. That's right, it's hurricane season. Every year, June 1st on through to the uh, to November, it is hurricane season. So, a couple of years ago, I had the opportunity of living through Hurricane Harvey in Houston. I say opportunity, it wasn't like a like I won the lottery or anything like that. Although, I feel like it was one of those experiences that it kind of marks you, it defines you. It was unique. So many things happened that, um, well, that matter of factly altered the course of, of Houston, altered the course of so many people in Houston. Now, here I am in my car, which is my new sound studio. Welcome to my car. So my car and my garage seem to be my two favorite locations to record. Uh, mostly because there's not a lot of outside noise that's going to interfere. No dogs, no children running, no outdoor uh, gardeners cutting the front yard. Um, it's just me and it's you. This time I don't have a cup of coffee. I do have a tall glass of water that I am enjoying right now. If you don't drink water, then you are not hydrating yourself properly. You know, we are so, our bodies are made mostly of water than anything else. If we're not filling our bodies with water, then we are dehydrating ourselves. Can't even think clearly if you do that. Well, Harvey, 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 27 trillion gallons of water dumped, were dumped on Houston during Harvey. 27 trillion gallons. Just to give you an idea, uh, Katrina, Hurricane Katrina, only dumped 6.5 trillion. So that was quite a bit more. 21 trillion. Well, 20 and a half trillion more than Katrina. I don't know. When we're talking about trillion, I mean, who gives, a, a, you know, what's the difference between a million, half a million, half a, half a trillion here or there? It doesn't matter. Harvey was huge. I remember going down the road after Harvey had already gone and seeing how much destruction Harvey had actually caused some of my neighbors. Water had reached the top of their roofs. And this it had been about a week after Harvey, so they had already gutted everything on the inside. So just think about it. Put yourself in their shoes, right? You're in a house that uh, water starts coming up, and it starts coming up over the eaves. I mean, over the, uh, the the bottom steps of your home, it it filters into your kitchen. Then it's just it's just water, like a puddle of water. Uh, you open up the front door, and it is a sea of water outside. And that sea of water continues to rise, and it fills up your kitchen, your living room. Uh, it goes up the up to the cabinets. It gets already. It kills the washing machine and the dryer it's killed the refrigerator and uh, all your living room and dining room furniture are soaked nothing you can do about the refrigerator 
that's in the kitchen or the pantry who's now full of water as well. So you've climbed up the stairs if you live in a two-story house and you're on the second story and you look down the stairs and now the water is coming up the stairs. So yeah, for sure, right now you're thinking about protecting yourself and your family and you're care taking everybody upstairs. The family pet, cat, dog, that's right there upstairs and the water continues to rise. But this is not just any water, right? This is water that has now risen past the levels of the creek that's behind your house, the river that's two blocks down. Um, it's gone through the drainage ditches. And this is water that is now bubbling up through sewer pipes all over town. And the water has a strange odor to it. A strange odor that you don't even want to know what it is. By this time, as it's coming up, halfway up your cabinets is already touching your electrical outlets and so it's shorted out your house now you have no air no wind no fans no air conditioning no nothing and as it continues to rise and you start to feel the heat and the humidity of your house nothing is cool nothing is refreshed you realize that your cars are outside you look outside from your second story window and you see that the cars are now full of water you can only see the windows and the roof of your sedan, the SUV maybe, now underwater. You look at your phone, and all you have is uh, the battery of your phone. You know this. You can't plug it in to charge it any longer. You're living through a hurricane. You're living through a hurricane with lots of rain. Can't get a hold of anybody or anything. You hopefully turn on the radio on your phone to try to listen to see what can be done. You call people or friends and family to see if they can help you out and they are in the same predicament. Or they're in a they're so far away that they can't reach you. You hope that someone's gonna help you. And yet you're going higher and higher in your house to the second, maybe into the attic. To try to, to try to stay away from the water. This is a hurricane. That was Hurricane Harvey. And as I've learned talking to other people, that hurricanes are unique. Each one is super different. Now that you've gone through Harvey, or I went through Harvey, there are other types of hurricanes. Hurricanes that bring in lots of wind. Some, things, some hurricanes bring in um, uh, electrical storms. Some destroy certain parts of the city that may not affect you affect you because of the rain the rain was really devastating but it may be all of your electricity is out for a month how would that be it is devastating so what do I want you to do I want you guys to be prepared so this is what this podcast is all about it is a podcast on helping you guys walking victimless in today's world and part of that is Hurricanes, natural disasters. As a security professional, what I would do is I was constantly in touch with the people at the the company, uh, the international company, helping them and preparing them for the natural disasters that they were going to face all over the world. Some of them faced uh, volcanic eruptions. Some of them faced the hurricanes like Harvey. Some of them faced um, earthquakes. Uh, tsunami warnings, which were happened in Chile and in uh, Thailand. So, um, this was 
an ongoing job for me, but it all has to do with preparation. If we prepare properly, we have a plan, then even though our plans, our initial plans, may not be may not be successful, our initial plans, like going to the business, uh, meeting the conference, completing the conference successfully, getting leads, coming back home, following up on those leads, and generating business, it means that we would have to cut the trip short, leave early on a flight, but not get caught in the airport with one gazillion people trying to leave a country and all the airport all the airplanes being booked solid so being prepared is very important having a plan is life and death it is it is the difference between life and death so what are we going to do so you live here on the coast and and this is something that I encourage everybody now that we're in hurricane season anyone that lives between 100 and 100 miles away from the coast this is this this podcast is for you if you live within 50 miles of the coast you should be paying attention to the local news and a radio station and listening to to them talk about the hurricanes that are coming up if there's a tropical depression you need to start paying attention to that as it comes closer you need to be paying attention because tropical depression has turned into storms storms and turn into um, hurricanes can turn into hurricanes so hurricanes are defined by the wind speed of the of the event or the storm that's coming in in any case if the local news is telling you that it's time to evacuate if you're within 50 miles I highly encourage you to do so to evacuate immediately don't wait it out now I encourage those that are between 50 to 100 miles away from the coast well they have more of a chance to make a decision right but anything that is less than 50 miles away from the coast I think it's better for you to to make the decision to leave with what um, the local enforcement is is uh, suggesting and leave before 48 hours before the rainfall or the landfall of the storm this allows you a little bit more leeway because if you leave with everybody else what happens is gasoline is going to be depleted on all the gasoline stations all the way up the main thoroughfares there's going to be a lot of traffic and it's going to slow your progress there may be road closures maybe there may be highway closures to the places that you want to go so again leave 48 hours at a minimum before expected landfall um, so have a plan when you're leaving right now actually reach out to your family or friends that are uh, further away from the coastline and ask them if you can stay with them if something were to happen this season just you know just making sure kind of booking ahead making a reservation at their homes and then as the storms appear give them a ring and tell them hey look this is what's coming along and and maybe dropping in on you later on this week here's a key travel northwest of your location because hurricanes always travel northeast so if you're in Houston for instance and you were to travel up and to the right of Houston then you're actually gonna follow the path of the storm but if you were to go left let's say San Antonio or Austin then you're gonna avoid the storm and the storm effects so always go 
up and to the left. Northwest is best. All right, so let's say you're outside of the 50 mile mark. You are north of 50 miles of the coastline. Or not north, you're just inward, inland. So whether you leave or stay, that's a now that becomes more of a decision. Under 50 miles, I highly encourage you guys to leave. Uh, more than 50 miles, and you, then you can consider staying. So if you do stay, you have to be thinking about a couple of things. Water, food, medicine, fuel, and electricity. Now, FEMA suggests three days minimum of resources. I would suggest that there should be two weeks. Two weeks are more ideal. So think about water. Every person normally consumes about one gallon of water a day. So if you're going to be waiting three days minimum, you should have at least three gallons of water. Now multiply that by the times, multiply that by the amount of people staying in your home. And that's how much water you should have for three days. Again, remember, two weeks are ideal. Two weeks of resources are ideal. Now food. Think about how much food you need to have and do the same math mathematical calculation. As far as medicine goes, or make sure that you have your medicine for the two weeks. And um, make sure that you have your prescriptions on hand just in case. If you had to leave your home uh, quickly, then you can have the prescriptions and take them to wherever you're going so that you can get those filled um, at the location that you, you land in. Then fuel. Think about gasoline for the generators. Maybe it's uh, petrol that you're going to be using for the for the um, diesel that you're going to be using for the generator whatever it is think about what that fuel is going to be like and also electricity right maybe think about additional batteries that you're going to need for your phones for other electronic devices that you're going to have at home remember always three days is a minimum two days two weeks is ideal now something else that a lot of people don't think about that is bug spray because as the water comes up as the rain comes down bugs will be coming out and um, just you want to protect yourself from mosquitoes or any of the kind of bugs that might bite during this time they come out of the weeds come out of the forest come out of the swampy areas um, so bug spray is a ideal thing to have during this time so are any of these things making sense? Do you have a story that you'd like to share? Maybe it's a hurricane story. If you're, if you're on Anchor, then send me a message. I'd really like that. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I enjoy being uh, with you and providing you the best security hacks twice a week. Subscribe, share, and send me a message. And as always, remember, you are security. <laughs>